guys, Satan here, and uh, just wanted to stop in and say that I absolutely love the Recycled Corn Podcast, you know, the, the demons here and I, we just can't wait for for Ben and Lord Scuba to just throw out new episodes, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting for the new one to come out, I'm glad that they asked me, I'm actually very giddy right now, that they asked me to be on this podcast just to open up the show, and I just once again want to say, I love the Recycle Corn Podcast, and also Ben, I just want to let you know, the accident had nothing to do with me, that was all God, alright, that was all divine intervention, I had nothing to do with that, I have your back, and Lord Scooper's back, 666% of the time, love you guys. Satan out. Well, that was awesome hearing from. What would you say, the big guy? I mean, what the fuck was that? Well, you're the one who went to the haunted house. You tell me, Mister. How did you get Satan to open up our show? Like that's that's not even cool. I feel so dirty now. Well, I mean, I kind of used to be married to his daughter. Oh yeah, this tram. Me too. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. I, I was married to one of his daughters also. So you know, but. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of the Recycle Corn Podcast, a podcast about nothing and everything. I am your host, Ben DeLeon, a.k.a. Papa Midnight, and joining me, as always, is my assistant. No, 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 no. Co-host. It's co-host, you fucking twit. Now move over and let the professionals show you how to do it. All right, you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, I am... The host with the ghost, the Duke of the Dead, the Prince of the Paranormal, the Ghost Daddy, the Cryptid Keeper, the Sinister Minister, the one, the only, Lord Scubacious, Scuba Steve, Scuba Cabra. See? See? (laughs) So it's been a while since we put out a podcast, and for good reason. Yes, um, I'd say it was a pretty good reason. I came face to face with death. A little dramatic, but you know, carry on. But did I cower? Oh no. Did I flinch? Hell no. Did I tuck tail and run? Absolutely uh, not. I looked death right in her eye hole, you know, because her head is a skull. Yeah. yeah. And, and I said through gritted teeth, through the pain that was shooting all over my body. And I said, not today. And with all the strength of my ancestors, I rose like a phoenix from the ashes, from that wreck, from that scene of absolute carnage. And I stood up defiant and I declared, I will live. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. And what did Death do? Did she get mad? Did she get offended? Oh, no, it's her. This was no final destination situation. She took her hand, her bony little fingers, and she lifted those fingers right to her temple, to her bone dome, and she saluted. And yes, it was a salute with a hand that was so straight that it was curved. That's the kind of respect that even the forces of nature show old Papa Midnight. And, and, you know, I got it like that because the hand was so straight. It was curved. That's how you can tell. So, I mean, I know a little bit about what happened, but can you elaborate for the listeners, for the listeners, because I've already heard the story shitloads of times, but you were supposed to be at Dallas Comic-Con that weekend and you were super stoked for yes, that. Yes, Like I you was. talked about it all last episode and you would not shut the hell up about it. And I feel <laughs> kind of bad because I was super envious that you were going. I'm not saying I caused the accident but i'm gonna have a talk with satan later (laughs) yeah remember satan you said you had my back so (laughs) the 333 because you got it divided by by two so well what had happened was okay it was me and two friends including pete frequent guest of the podcast check out his channel pd on youtube and we were uh driving from corpus to dallas uh for the comic-con we decided to be more economical you know to share a car and the expense of driving up there we were about three and a half hours in when we decided to stop at a convenience store to you know take a leak basically mm-hmm. um i forgot to mention i was in the back seat um right behind the driver naked preferably i mean mm-hmm. it was wasn't an option it's, they, they told it's me your story i'm just adding to it <laughs> okay b was in the front passenger side and then of course the driver next to me was the ice chest because uh, we were taking our own food because we we're trying to be economical mm-hmm. and eat a little bit healthier so weenies and meats and stuff yeah, yeah all that all that <laughs> Uh, what's that sandwich con weenie? Yes, sir. <laughs> so we uh, we you know tell the driver, hey, we got to go take a leap. So she gets into the uh, turn lane, and I don't know um, if she didn't see 
oncoming traffic or what, but there was a, a van normally where we were supposed to go in, but I guess they got in the wrong side because they were going to turn. Mm-hmm. So uh, the driver, she didn't know what to do. So she just decided to freaking pull up in front of traffic. So Pete and I start freaking out. We're screaming at her to like hurry up. And I guess she finally got the hint because she pulled up a little bit more, but it wasn't enough like um, to, to miss the car completely. So what had happened is we wound up getting hit basically on the wheel well and the car went sliding and it hit the curve. It felt like it came up off of, on two wheels mm-hmm. and then came slamming back down. I just remember the the airbag popping my head slamming up against the, the glass on my side because the airbag didn't come down on this side. It was just the other side mm-hmm. and just dizzy as hell. It was kind of intense. It's fucking crazy, bro. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, you know how in the movies, like when something bad's about to happen, like time slows down yeah. and all that. Okay. Well, that's kind of what happened here. And I remember like, like watching Pete and looking at him because that's where the truck was about to hit was mm-hmm. like right where Pete was. And I just remember thinking, like, I can't watch my friend die in front of me. This is just not something that I'm willing to do. So I was, like, praying to every freaking God I can think of, you know, just just keep him safe. I don't want, like, I, if it hits on, you know, my door, I don't care. I'm away from it. Of course, you know, the driver, she was going to be safe. But um, as soon as we started moving and it passed Pete, I was like, all right, it, it, whatever happens now happens. Like, we're going to live through it. And then, you know, we didn't realize it was an F-250 pulling a horse trailer. Luckily, no horses in it. But when it hit, like I said, the, the car went sliding and all that other stuff happened. Um, pain in my chest, pain in my ribs, pain in my glutes, I think, because I was, like, clenching my cheeks so hard I didn't shit myself. But did you know you weren't hurt? Like, that you were hurt? Like, automatically, did you know that you were fucked up? No, no, no. Um, I know about shock and how the body reacts in extreme situations and all that. I just remember trying to catch my breath and how tight the seatbelt was on me at that time. And my vision was, you know, kind of going in and out. And I re- I remember just like fighting to remain conscious because I knew that if I went out, I was probably going to piss or shit myself. Yeah. And I was, I remember my mom telling me like, just make sure you have clean underwear. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. Always. And then uh, um, I remember, you know, kind of, far away like hearing pete's voice and then it started to come to and then pete telling me like are you okay and and don't move and all this and i remember him telling the driver you know can we pull into the parking lot so she was able to to pull in there but then by then the the the, the car was smoking so i was all like shit are we gonna catch fire is this shit gonna blow up but luckily none of that happened police showed up i'm guessing within a few minutes i don't know kind of lost track of time there and um, I just knew I couldn't breathe, and I was in a lot of pain. So did they, like, get you out of the car, strap you to the stretcher, attach you to a crane, and go? Or how did <laughs> oh, that yeah, work? Throw the crane yeah, in I had to throw jerk. the crane in there. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, not right away. I mean, they asked me if I wanted to go to the hospital. And I remember, like, like, are you stupid? Like, of course I want to go to the freaking hospital. I was just in a car wreck. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah. Um, but the EMT was cool. He was actually from Corpus. Oh, wow. He has a band. Um we made sure to, I followed his band page on Spotify. He followed the uh, nice. Recycle Corn podcast. So that was cool. You know, I got to represent even when, you know, I'll be dying my last breath. Like, be sure to like and subscribe. <laughs> uh, so they loaded me on the stretcher and put me in the back of the ambulance. He gave me some fentanyl. Oh, shit. Um, it, that, that shit's weird, dude. And I was all, like, it made me trip bad. I didn't like it. And I was thinking, like, isn't this the shit that killed Michael Jackson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he laughed. He, it's not. It's propofol. Oh, he, I thought it was something, it's the same shit. <laughs> but, I mean, he said it's a good sign that my brain was working. So Well, that's debatable. Fair. But I was lucid enough to call Sandra and tell her what happened, as, as well as my boss. So how did Sandra take it? Well, I mean, rather well, I'd say. I mean, she didn't hesitate to call her boss and tell him that he she needed to come, you know, be with me. Of course, she was concerned. I mean, who wouldn't be if their spouse was in an accident? And, you know, being taken by ambulance, you automatically start thinking the worst, you know. So it reminds me, uh, you were the only one besides Sandra to offer to come get me, Uh, which, I mean, I really do appreciate it. I won't forget that. And that's why I commissioned a friend to make you a little something. But (laughs) we'll get back to that. Uh, So you get to the hospital and then what? Well, I remember we're going to stop at the store because I had a pee and I hadn't peed yet. 
So after we settled in the room, I asked if I could go to the restroom, and they said it wasn't allowed because they didn't know if I could stand or not. They didn't want me to fall over, hit my head, which is understandable because yeah. I was still kind of dazed. Uh, so they gave me a bottle of PN, one of those with the handle on it. Yeah. They said yeah. it was a urinal, but I I never heard that term before. The gravy boats. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I thought I wouldn't be. I don't know. I don't know. If I saw no that in a movie out of or something. And they were like, "Oh, look at this gravy boat," and it was like one of those urine right. things. Was Man, like, but when that stuff came out, it looked like gravy. I ain't gonna lie, dude. Gross. That shit was dark as fuck. And they're like, "You sure you're like you're you, you know you look dehydrated from yeah. pee?" But I was like, "No, like well." I said I hadn't drank anything because I was on a road trip and I didn't want to be like stopping all the time. But I've been drinking water; it shouldn't look like that. So they're like, "Well, we're just gonna take this and and you know test it, see if you're all right." Yeah. Then they gave me some X-rays and then I had to go for a CT scan. So they basically swaddled me in this freaking Velcro sleeve and they put me in the machine like a giant donut, mm -hmm. back and forth. And they put they injected some stuff in me like some dye. That's iodine. Well, whatever. It yeah. made me fucking warm all over my freaking body. Like it's when crazy. you drink Fireball without yeah. a, or like on an empty stomach. Yeah. And then uh, they gave me an IV because I was dehydrated. And then Pete came back to see me for a while. And then he stayed with me till Karen showed up to come get him, which, you know, was still a long wait. Yeah. And then about an hour after he left, I was basically told like, okay, you can go home now. Mm -hmm. Then like I was in the waiting room for like five minutes and then Sandra showed up. So how did that go? Well, I mean, getting in the truck was torture. Um, the adrenaline was wearing off by then. And, you know, she um, she was smiling at me. I mean, I'm sure she was. But, I mean, I hadn't eaten. So I was just like, I got in the truck. And I was like, you know, I, I need to go eat. So she took me to Whataburger. Because after a brush with death or, you know, when you're out, out at the club, you don't want, you don't want Whataburger. You need it. You need water yeah, Fuck yeah. Yeah, and then after we ate, she got me donuts and drove me home, which was awesome. But then again, not because my ribs are hurting and I can barely breathe. And she chooses this time <laughs> to become hilarious. Oh. So she's cracking jokes. And every time I'm freaking laughing, I'm screaming in pain. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. You know, like she's incredible. I know I don't deserve her. Um but I guess she actually loves me or something. That's awesome. Well, you know, I guess we'll find out in a bit because you didn't know this, but I talked to Wifey Sauce and I got her to agree to come on the podcast and tell her side of the story. You didn't. Oh, yes, I did. And I think she's about to come in now. Oh, Miss Sauce. Who the sauce? I brought the sauce. Who made the sauce? The hell? Who got the sauce? I got the sauce. How does she have theme music? Okay. Hello? Hello? Is this thing on? Scoot over. Let me sit down. Hello? Yes, yes, yes. We can hear you. Hey, everyone. This is Wifey Sauce, a.k.a. Sandra DeLeon, a.k.a. Miss Gotcho, as in I got your ass because I am the champ at Beat Saber, okay? Just ask my sexy husband because when we play each other on Beat Saber, one-on-one, -on -one, mono e stereo, it's what I call a beat-off, okay? And I beat him off every time. He's a lucky man. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on the show today. I'm excited to finally be able to talk to you. Okay, so... You were at work when you found out Ben was in an accident. Yes. I was working at the store where I work, you know, doing what I do, being the object of everyone's desire and everything because I'm just so freaking hot. And then the sexy husband called and told me he had an accident. And I was all like, did you eat Taco Bell again? Because I know you took more underwear. But he was all like, no, I was in the car and we got hit and he was being taken by ambulance to the hopsicle. You mean hospital? That's what I said. Look, don't be trying to use your big words, okay? This is my show now. Oh, this is a sauce pod, okay? Who do you think you are, Alex Quebec? Uh, okay, so Ben told you he was in an ambulance and going to the hospital. What did you do then? Well, I called my boss and I told him that I was married and to stop undressing me with his eyes and stuff. And then I needed to leave because the sexy husband needs me to be there for him. So I can tell the people there to pull the plug. If needed, I mean. Not just because he changed his life insurance and I would be getting packed. Okay, mama needs some new Jimmy Choo's. <laughs> so you took off to pick him up. How was the drive by yourself? 
uh, it sucks so much because my skin is so fair because I'm a queen and I was driving in the hot sun and I was basically melting. Luckily, I was able to take the hubby's truck because I'm a boss bitch and I can do those things and it has good AC. And the hopsicle was really far away, but luckily I had snacks. So, your husband was in an accident in another town and you were driving to pick him up. And you were worried about snacks? Well, duh. How was I supposed to maintain my energy level if I didn't have flaming Hot Doritos and a Mexican Coke? Fair point, fair point. So, what did you think when you first saw him outside the hospital? Oh, my God. He looked so sad. And he looked like he was in so much pain. But I was all like, you know what? That's what it's like living with you, you fart. Sandra! It's not nice. Well, have you ever tried sleeping next to him when he's snoring? It's not easy, okay? It's like being in bed with a Harley Davidson. And I know gas is expensive right now, but he's making it for free. So if you need some, just come put a hose up his butt. Take all you want. But you took him to, to eat and you got him donuts, right? Of course, because he's my sexy husband and I look better standing next to him. And I want to make him comfortable. And he may be a pain in the ass, but he's my pain in the ass, okay? And I'll fight anyone who tries to take him from me. Because, Lord Scuba Steven, if that really is your name, I am the lady wifey of the sauce, and I am the saint of Telosico. Uh, yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, Ben said he's making candles. Okay, well, thank you for agreeing to come on the show. I know everyone has been wanting to hear more from you, but I'll let you get back to your Korean dramas. All right, but first I want to give a shout out to Jimin and Jungkook and Jin and V and Sugar and RM and J-Hope. Basically all of BTS because you know BTS stands for Boy Toys for Sauce, right? I was not aware of that. Well, it's true. They're big fans of mine. Jimin always hits on me, but I'm all like, you can't handle all this, okay? You'll get lost in the sauce. And we all know that once you, you Jimin... You can't gym out. Anyway, I gotta go, bitches. Stay saucy. Who got the sauce? I brought the sauce. Who made the sauce? I made the sauce. Who got the sauce? That was unusual. Okay. It's good to know her side of the story, though. I mean, she does. She does really love BTS. Yeah. She does. So, anyway, man, what I was saying earlier, besides Sandra, you were the only one of my friends that actually offered to go pick me up, which. Again, was really solid of you because it was it was far away. Well, you know, I know you do the same for me if it was the other way around. Of course, I mean we are friends, you know, obviously. But on top of that, good assistants are really hard to find. Fucking bastard. <laughs> but let's talk about your present. Tell the people what I did for you. So Ben's been, you know, calls me and he's like, "Hey, I got you something," and I'm like, "Okay, cool, I'll be there." To, you know, he's like, "Yeah, just come come over when you get a chance." I'm like, "All right." So I push it off for a few days because <laughs> shit keeps coming up. And then finally, I'm I like, was getting anxious. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what could he have got me? I was like, you know, Ben's Ben's a generous dude. Like, you know, he'll he'll give gifts, you know, without you even having to do anything for him. And so I'm thinking, damn, what what could what would he have given me? And or what, what would he have gotten me? And so on the way over here, you know, because I had Mel pick me up and I'm like, hey, we got to go to Ben's because we were going to go do something that afternoon or that evening. And I remember and I was like, go with me to Ben's, you know, to pick up this gift that he got me. And she was like, OK, not knowing that she was already in on it. So she already knew what I was getting. <laughs> so I told her on the way over here, I was like, I guarantee you it's something that says assistant. I guarantee it. <laughs> like, I just had a feeling. All right. So I get here. He gives me this bag with a fucking unicorn. It was like the most like it was Pride Month fruitiest fucking <laughs> bag ever. There's nothing wrong with that. Unicorns are awesome. So I open it and there's a shirt, and on the shirt in pink, it's like a dry fit shirt at that white that I would never tight wear. Fitting, tight fitting, fitting fucking dry fit <laughs> shirt. And on the back it says "World's Okayest Assistant" <laughs> in pink. And on the other side is my picture. The front. Is my picture from fucking Beach to Bay where I have the towel over my head, which was my profile picture on Facebook for a while. So then I noticed that there's something else in the bag. And so I open it and I'm like, okay. And it's a box. I open the box and it's a tumbler. White tumbler. And it matches the fucking shirt. <laughs> on one side in, in pink, it says world's okayest assistant. And on the other side is my picture 
where I'm dying in Beach to Bay. And he was just so fucking proud of this moment. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to lie. I did it all for the pop. You know, see, seeing Melody and wifey saws laugh the way they, they did uh, when they saw that t-shirt was fucking worth the money. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but for real, you have been a good friend and a good ass- co-host. I don't know, dude. That just sounds oogie. Assistant sounds so much. Don't better. ruin my moment. Okay, I'm sorry. But you've been a good friend, and I wanted to get you something cool that makes people laugh to show how cool you are and that you don't take yourself too seriously. I mean, anyone who saw that clip from Hill House. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> tell, tell us about that since I wasn't able to go. So Hill House was pretty dope, as always. Um, and every time we go, it, it's, it's crazy because we just get so much different activity every time we go. Um, and this time, I, I really wanted to push the limits this time uh, more than any time that I've gone before. I did a lot of taunting. A lot of taunting. Um, so I live streamed. And even before the live stream, even before we Yeah, because you didn't go on until like after midnight. Yeah, right? but even before that, we were just taunting the shit out of everybody in the... You know, all the spirits in that house, especially Toby. <laughs> and uh, there was one point where I got aggravated. I got really aggravated. Like, I walked outside to get something from my car. And I walked back in and I just felt extremely fucking aggravated. And Mel and Joe were like, what's wrong with you? I was like, I don't know. I walked inside and I just feel pissed. You got oppressed again. So I walked back outside and I felt better. So then we decided to do solos in Jacob's room because that's the room, of course, where the poker chip appeared for us. And then um, where the lady got dragged off the bed. So we're still trying to get yanked off the bed. Yeah. Um, So... We made Mel go in there first by herself. Mel's a beast, though. She's a fucking beast, bro. She's she's scared, but she's a beast. She fucking she impresses me more and more every time that uh, that we go. And so I had an idea that I ran by Joe, and I was like, dude, we should hit up every location that we've done, but take our significant others and film like a separate show, because there's no shows that do. Husbands and wives, boyfriends and girlfriends, you know what I mean, yeah. that that do a show like that. Well, I know so, Sandra would be down for that. So I was like, that'd be fucking cool, like to, you know, go to the jail and then just take our significant others to the jail, go to Yorktown, but it's just, you know, us and significant yeah. others. Uh, I think that'd be kind of sweet and, you know, it'd be dope and we'd have way more cameras and way more possibility to catch yeah. more more stuff. But anyway, so she, Mel does her, her five minutes or whatever. We actually left her in there for like almost 20 we told her it was only going to be five minutes, but we were watching her on the live, making sure that nothing happened. So then I was like, all right, my turn. I'm going in. So I go in, and fucking Joe comes and locks the door. And uh, I heard the click because I was watching the yeah, live. And I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> like, I was pissed. Well, then the live cut out. And during that time that the live cut out, it felt like something slapped my shoe. So I started freaking out. And this was not on the live at all. Like, nobody saw this. Um, so you guys are hearing it first here, but it felt like something like slapped my shoe on the bed and I'm like, mouse, maybe I'm tripping. It's like, I'm <laughs> fucking tripping. And, um, so I start. I'm like, Hey, Hey, something hit me. Like fucking unlock the door. Like fucking come in here. Something fucking hit my shoe. Everybody comes in the room. The live kicks back on. So that's when Joe's like, okay, I'll stay in here with you too. Blah, blah. So Joe stays in, we start taunting and we're fucking taunting and taunting and taunting nothing is happening and then joe does a sexy dance and then i catch <laughs> i catch a radio signal on the spirit box and i i you know i uh i single it out and it's playing some country song and so you know i'm doing my stupid little dance that i do and joe's dancing and then he starts fucking like grinding on the goddamn <laughs> yeah, bed gyrating <laughs> and it felt and I, i'm telling you man it wasn't just like a it was like a complete hand around my calf that squeezed my calf and it freaked me out because i thought maybe somebody had like crawled into the room without me knowing while we were goofing off yeah and so that's you can see me in the video i look down and then when i realize there's nobody fucking there i'm like (laughs) no no and like i hop across the fucking bed it just caught me off guard yeah had it happened while we were talking shit and taunting 
I don't think I would have had that reaction. I would have been like, oh, dude, something just fucking touched me. But the fact that I had let my guard down and I was joking around and dancing because nothing had happened, for it to happen at that point... Well, they're probably... They know that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Isn't that kind of like the MO of, yeah, yeah, of yeah. stuff like that to, to get you but, at the I most mean, vulnerable? We've been, but we've been in that situation before <clears throat> and nothing's happened. So the fact that it did happen, dude, it freaked me the fuck out. And I don't give a fuck. Like I told, you know, I told Joe and I told Mike because Joe's like, dude, you're never going to live it down. I'm like, dude, I don't give a fuck. Anybody that does not do this shit as much as we do can suck my fucking butt because until you have that shit happen to you, you can talk all the shit you want. Yeah. But you're, you've are you never been in that situation, so you can go fuck yourself. Well, I worked at the bank center. Okay? Oh, yeah. Fuck AJ. <laughs> fuck AJ, dude. Fucking idiot. Well, I worked at the bank center, and I saw this. Shut the fuck up, AJ. I'm about this shit. No, you're not, bro. You sit there, and you talk the talk. And I told him, too. You fucking sit there, and you can be a keyboard warrior on Facebook and say, oh, this, this, and this. Come with us to fucking an investigation, bro. Come with us yeah. to one fucking investigation. Show us that you're fucking the man and that you're not going to get scared because I guarantee you, I don't give a fuck how tough you are, how gangster you are, how street you are. We fucking throw you in the middle of Yorktown Memorial Hospital. You're going <laughs> to fucking pee your pants. Yeah. I mean, I was I was watching, you know, the, the live feed and I saw you run off and I'm just typing, what happened? It's good. Like you could hear me. <laughs> Dude, and, and what's funny is you can't really see it on my video. But when I went back to watch it on their on their uh, their cameras. Not the blink camera that that they posted, but the actual surveillance camera from there. Mm-hmm. Joe got scared. Yeah, Joe, like Joe you see scared. his face, like he got scared, like yeah, he was about to run out of the fucking yeah, room. But then he was all like, "Wait, wait, shit." Yeah, because <laughs> he didn't know Joe's fault for thrusting them hips. Yeah, got the whole. But he got scared, <laughs> so I don't give a fuck. I, yeah, I I fucking freaked out, but Joe got scared too. And, like, you can see, like, he's, he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And then he starts laughing because, you know, he's like, fuck, Scuba scared me. You know yeah. what I mean? But it was, I don't know. It was good. It was a good investigation. Uh, Tuck was there with his son and then another guy named Steve uh, who told us some pretty fucking interesting stories about, like, we got on the topic of UFOs and stuff. And he uh, he was telling some pretty crazy stuff, which was really fucking cool to hear. But yeah. it was it was cool. It was a cool time. And, and the drive was great. It was just me and, and and the girlfriend, and it was it was it was nice, man. Yeah, like I said I was I was watching the live, and I was kind of uh, well. There was a UFC that night. I had been drinking. Yeah. Uh, which on paid meds, not really uh, a good idea. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I, 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 thankfully, I didn't Heath Ledger that shit. Yeah, no know? shit. But um, I was watching the live stream, and when that happened, I was just kind of like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck!" Like, what's going on? And I didn't want to call you or any because I knew you, you had other shit going yeah. on. So I waited for the for you to come back on on the in the room because I knew you were gonna come back on the stream. So then after you explained what happened, I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, that'll do it." <laughs> yeah, dude, because it was like a full hand around my calf. Like if like I felt fingers like grip dude, my calf. What bro. would you have done if it had tried yanking you under the bed, dude? If it had tried yanking me under the bed, I mean, I still would have ran like that. You know what I mean? But I did, I I was. I really wish I would have gotten pulled so that you could have physically seen yeah. what I fucking felt. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, because shit like that never happens to me, dude. Yeah. I mean, not that I've been on so many investigations. I've, especially like when we went to Hill House at, at the first time. Yeah. Well, the only time that I've gone was um, I was expecting shit like that to happen, you know, especially because of the, the reputation of the place. I was expecting like shit to be thrown and, yeah. and all this stuff. You know, like you see in the videos online. None of that happened, but again, you know, I know that spiritual spiritual energy, like anything, it, it comes in waves, and there yeah. could be crests and you know crescendos and stuff. So I kind of figured, like, okay, we just caught it on a on a on a down down part. Yeah. Um. So I was excited to go back, but of course, you know, with the accident, wasn't cleared to go anywhere. Um, could still barely breathe. So now that I'm actually, you know, better, not recovered 100 percent. i still got like a cavity on my pec where the uh, seatbelt was yeah but i can breathe a lot better i um so i'm excited now like i said once i fully heal up hopefully by the next investigation um i won't have any issues that, yeah. that's what i'm shooting for because i want to be able to you know if something happens to get the fuck because i don't need to outrun everybody i just need to outrun you so yeah well <laughs> ain't nobody outrunning tj now that tj's back with dark side yeah buddy <laughs> he's all swole i know fucking he's got that you know 
that vegan body. <laughs> yeah. It won't last, bro. It, it, it never does, bro. It never lasts. When he said vegan pizza, I was all like, we lost another I one. I can't wait until he gets fat again so I can just talk <laughs> so much shit to him. Because right now he's doing great. And I'm glad he's back. You know, I'm glad he's out. And now Dark Side's full again. Um, we have a whole team again, which is great, you know. But uh, I can't wait till he gets fat again so I can just start talking shit. <laughs> now, see, um, I'm afraid that if I work out, I'll get too sexy. Yeah. And I don't know if I could handle that much power. Well, you know, here, my thing is, it's like, I, I, I want to, I wanted to work out. Right. I, I, I talked to my buddy and I was like, Hey, like, I want to go train with you at the gym. Like, yeah, I want to get serious about this shit. And I'm relatively healthy, you know, granted I, I have my diabetes under control. I stopped vaping. I, um, you did. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I, I've cut back on my drinking like a lot. So, I, I'm relatively healthy, you know. Uh, I'm trying to get healthier by eating better. Uh, I went to the doctor today um, to register for my surgery next Tuesday. And uh, my weight's dropped, which is great. I've lost 10 pounds. Nice. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, this is dope. Like, I'm almost at my my first goal, which my first goal is to, to, um, to be under 240. So, I'm almost there. Um, which is great. So four more pounds and, and I'm under 240. So I started thinking, man, like, yeah, I could work out. I, I could become this fucking, this beast, but why? My girlfriend's fucking hot and she likes me the way I am. So yeah, fuck anybody dude. else who doesn't like the way I look. <laughs> she loves the way I look. She's fucking hot. So your opinion don't fucking matter. I'm going to stay happy and fat. Well, I mean, there is a term, jolly old fat man. Damn right. There's not, you know, a happy skinny dude. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, every every story we hear about those are all freaking miserable. And think about <laughs> it. The, the most happiest men in history, Santa, Buddha, right, right, right? Yokozuna. <laughs> Whoa, that was not planned. <laughs> that was not fucking planned at all. <laughs> they were all happy and fat. So <laughs> that was fucking add weird. Add more to the list. We're good, you know. No, but the, you know, I, I want to get healthy. I want to be healthy. And like I said, I'm relatively healthy. I'm changing my diet a lot. Um, I wanted to grab myself a Dr Pepper instead. I grabbed myself a fucking orange juice because you know juice is better than fucking drinking soda. Yeah, know? but Dr Pepper has 23 flavors. I know orange juice has one flavor and it tastes like an orange <laughs> but you know whatever just make I got it some bigger here if you want no absolutely that has not. like 47 ingredients no i'm good i'm good oh dude i found uh uh you know how i love supporting texas right yeah i found a mini keg of shiner at Ooh. heb hadn't seen them before right so uh, again i'm thinking like okay i'm on medication i can't be drinking right now but then i saw that mini keg and i fucking snatched it up without a second thought and I haven't even touched it yet because I'm like, okay, I want to wait till all this, you know, pain meds are out of my yeah. system so I can actually enjoy it, you know. But I finally got, you know, my mini cake. So after I finish that off, I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but it's going to be prominently displayed somewhere here in the game room. Because, like, again, you know, it's, it's Texas beer is my favorite beer. And I'm not just saying that because it's made in Texas. It's actually really badass fucking beer. Yeah. So um, I'm excited about that. Speaking of Texas stuff, um, on the way to Mineral Wells, I don't know if you remember the signs for the, I think it was called like Dutchman's Hidden Valley, like fudge shop or whatever. It was like a big yellow sign. Mel and I stopped. Let me tell you, man, that place was fucking cool. It was like they had like a candy store and a like meat marketplace in there where they had like beef jerky and just like all this like fucking dried summer sausages and shit like very texas chainsaw massacre-ish <laughs> but dude the food was good i got i got a jar of um pickles dill pickles because they mm. do their own pickles there also fucking awesome yeah. it had like garlic mustard seeds and like one dried pepper and just then i got joe the little kick yes and it does it has like a little i should have brought them they were so fucking good and then we bought Joe some habanero pickles. Ooh. And I, I let him try mine, and he was like, oh, those are good. He's like, they have a little spice to it. And then he bit into his, and he's like, oh, yeah, these are way hotter. Well, then Mel got a uh, vegetable medley. You know, vegetable medley yeah. is fucking cauliflower, fucking carrots, carrots and, and fucking. So this had, it was a vegetable medley. It had pickles, or it had cucumbers, uh, carrots, and cauliflower. But they were pickled. 
Mm. Now, mind you, I love pickles. You know, I eat pickles, different kind of pickles, whatever. I'm not too big on anything else pickled, other pickled vegetables or pickled meats yeah. or anything like that. Pickled carrots were fucking amazing. Pickled cauliflower was fucking amazing. So the next time we go back to Mineral Wells, we're going to stop there and fucking stock up on like all the canned shit that they have because it was <laughs> yeah, fucking awesome. You're going to make your little uh, a doomsday bunker, yep. but it's going to be... Pickles. Uh, just all pickles. <laughs> pickled, pickled shit. Yeah. You're going to come out all green and but shit. But yeah, it was pretty cool. So shout out to the... Uh, the hidden or the Dutchman's Hidden Valley or I think that's what it's called. Dutchman's Hidden Valley or Hidden Dutchman's Valley or some shit like that. And it's like right off the side of the road off of 281. And it's a, it's a cool little place, man. And it's huge. They have like a whole section that has nothing but like toys that are like handmade toys. Um, they had hunting shit in there. Like, yeah, it was cool. It was I need cool. to go check that place out, too. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of places on the way up there last time that I wanted to stop at. But I was like, okay, we're kind of on a time crunch right now, and we need to just yeah. get there. And then on the way back, I was just so freaking tired, man. Like, And we did stop at uh, Emily's Junk Shop again, like we always do. It's tradition to stop there at the antique store in uh, Adamsville. Yeah. Uh, so Mel bought some things there. Joe got some things. And, and I got to talk to Emily again. So shout out to Emily if you ever listen to the podcast. She's from Australia also. She's got that awesome australian accent Dude, i love that freaking accent um so mel's checking out okay and she's buying her things and emily's like oh yeah you know it's nice to meet you finally meet you in person and your father's always putting up pictures of you on facebook this and that and i'm like what she's like well isn't this your daughter and i'm like no this is my <laughs> fucking girlfriend she's like, like well she, does oh, call me she daddy. looks she looks like your she looks like your 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 daughter a little bit and i'm like don't say that wow don't, don't mess things up for me <laughs> i was like i'm fucking butthurt like wow <laughs> like you just called like wow do i really look that much older than fucking mel yes fuck <laughs> well it's one of those things where you know people would look at y'all both together and be like how the fuck did he get her? Like, like a big dick. Like he must be he must be rich. Big old dick. <laughs> it's he, it's a it's a pickled dick. He it's keeps not. it in a jar. <laughs> it's not. But she lies and says it is, so that's all that matters. Well, I mean, she has tiny hands. She so, does have tiny hands. Which which is awesome. It's great. Yeah. yeah so guys, get get you a, get girl, a girl with, with small, tiny hands. Small hands. Yep. <laughs> it makes it makes it so much bigger. <laughs> did you see the uh, picture that uh, Joe and I recreated? Yes. Of TJ and Mike. <laughs> I think ours is better. Dude, I'm just saying. Mike. I did not recognize him without his freaking beard. Yeah, that's when he was young. He was a youngin. He was a youngin. Um, if y'all notice, there is a difference in the way we sound right now. Yeah. It's because I went ahead and bit the bullet and bought some new equipment. Yeah, and you did great, man, because it sounds, I mean, from my end, it sounds great. Like, everything sounds crisp and clean. Yeah, so oh, what I did is I went out and I bought, or I pre-ordered the Rodecaster Pro 2 and some Rode Pod mics. So these are specifically made for podcasting. Um, the Rodecaster Pro 2 is um, marketed as a content creation station. Yeah. Whatever. So this can not only do like podcasts and stuff, but obviously, you know, it has the effects built in. It can do, you can connect a, um, like a guitar to it and everything with like a regular standard guitar plug. And it does have like you know some effects, reverb, and and all that. So, um, I'm really excited about you know what this could mean for the podcast now because now I can connect my phone and we can make calls so we can get people on here that we were not able to get before that can't come in studio yeah. with us. So it's nice to be able to have these options. And I haven't even scratched the surface about what this thing can really do. I've been watching videos, and of course, you know, I'm not, you know, totally proficient with it, but man, like, I'm so excited about what we can do with it. Because again, like you've already seen, I've got ideas. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Can't wait, man. Yeah, I'm so, okay. Super excited. Um, did you see the um, the Thor trailer with um, Natalie Portman and Tessa Thompson? No, I have not seen any trailer except for the first or the one where they showed Gore the first time. I, after that, I haven't seen anything else. Is that pur purposeful? Purposeful. Okay. Yeah. You can go ahead and tell me. I mean, the movie comes out tomorrow, <laughs> so it's whatever. It's fine. Okay, so in, in this one scene, you know, Natalie Portman, she, has, she you know, dresses Thor. So she has the hammer, 
and she she's looking at it and she asks, you know, Valkyrie, um, are you packing? So Valkyrie pulls out her sword and she looks at it, she goes, Nice. And then she pulls out, it looks like a grenade. And so she goes, A grenade? And she goes, Nope. Bluetooth speaker. And she clicks it. And then the uh, uh, Sweet Child of Mine starts playing. Oh, nice. And I was all that. Was like, <laughs> awesome. Like, man, shit. Because um, I remember when I was, you know, in early, early years, um, when I was doing kickboxing and stuff, I always sparred better when there was music going yeah. on. So that was one thing that kind of sucked whenever we did have, um, you know, the amateur matches was there was no music going on. So it's kind of hard to find a beat. So I kind of had to start, you know, imagining the music in my head and all that. So those times when I was actually able to focus when the guy wasn't whooping my ass, um, you know, I actually did really well. You know, so I think I was 12 and 2 in in sparring. And, well, not sparring, but amateur matches and kickboxing back in the day. So that was, man, I, I miss those days. But, of course, now there's so many freaking distractions and stuff. It's like, I could go work out. Or I you could freaking binge this, watch yeah. <laughs> Stranger no. Things. So, you know, we had that conversation about, you know, how you were like, man, I, f- I feel like I need to lose weight and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Ben, just portion what you eat. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, like, the next day you were like, oh, wifey sauce is awesome. Look at all this awesome food she made me. And I'm like, fucking but Ben. I don't serve myself, You dude. don't have to eat it all. Yes, I do. Because then she rubs my face in like a dog. <laughs> Save it for later. Save it for later. But yeah, I mean, there have been times where she'll give me like so much fucking food. I'm like, babe, I can't fucking eat this. And she's like, well, you're taking it tomorrow to work then. So just blame her for everything. So, I mean, after what she said about me earlier. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she does love you. She does. A little bit. A little bit. I don't know. But, um, okay, people seem to really like the tournament cartoon tournament idea yes yeah. okay brody asked about that during your Gormore uh stream yeah. on monday like when we're gonna get back to it um we need well i need to to get everything written out and 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 there was a make the brackets fuck and ton of suggestions yes finally we got some freaking crowd so i will uh we'll take the suggestions off of that one uh i'll, I'll find the post again and then i'll post another one and we'll share it to the Recycled Corn podcast page as well. Um, that way we can make sure everybody everybody gets a fucking vote in yeah. for whatever their cartoon is. Because this is going to be, this one's going to be interesting. Because uh, there's so many good fucking cartoons out there. And I feel like it's not just going to be 80s cartoons. It's not just going to be 90s cartoons. Because there were some fucking awesome cartoons yeah. in the 2000s. There was awesome cartoons now. Like Rick and Morty. Like Yeah fucking love rick and morty who who would you say is your like like number one seed as far as like if you're you know do an actual tournament bracket who would be like your one through five who would be your seeds ninja turtles obviously transformers yeah uh rick and morty's got to rick and morty's one of them phenomenon beavis and butthead yeah i can't forget beavis and butthead and uh, now with the new movie out too, that was so good. It was I still so seen fucking it. good. It was. Really I don't good. have a Paramount. Uh, or I give you my login. You can watch it. It's right. fucking great. Um, <laughs> what's the fucking? Uh, God damn it. Uh, okay, so this is this is uh, controversial, but I love this fucking cartoon. And I could just watch it over and over again. Regular show. Regular show is hands down one of my favorite fucking cartoons, and. I hate that that cartoon was wasted on children because <laughs> there's so many adult there's jokes so in many there. adult jokes and so many pop culture references that it's wasted yeah. on kids and you know and, and you you watch it as an adult and you're like well you know those are just thrown in there for the parents well I know but still <laughs> like some of I mean it's just it, that's such a good fucking cartoon like Dexter's Laboratory yeah that was uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog, like everything that was on fucking Cartoon Cartoon. Dude, was I was great. I was a, a a big mark for um, Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, no, I mean, like even though I was an adult by the time he like yeah. he came out, I love watching that cartoon. Like it, it, the fact that there was a little kid genius, and he still had these little kid troubles. Yeah, you know, still had a bully, still had a girl he was crushing on, but he didn't want to admit that he yeah. was crushing on her. Um, so stuff like that, I mean, was funny. I was a I was a sucker for Garfield. 
Oh, Garfield yeah, yeah. and Friends, Heathcliff. Heathcliff. Fucking David the Gnome. Dude, we're going to have to do a whole other one for cartoon theme songs. Uh, or theme song in general. Not even just cartoon theme song, just theme song in general. Because like, I, I listened to the, the theme song for Heathcliff, um, and I, I forgot how freaking banging yeah, that song it was. It was a banger. It was a fucking banger. Um, and then Punky Brewster had a badass theme. Of course, my favorite of all time, and I don't care what anybody says, is DuckTales. Bro, DuckTales did not have to slap as hard as it did, <laughs> but it did, and thank you. Thank you to the creators of DuckTales. Dude, even the Chippendales Rescue Rangers theme song was fucking good, you know, too. I didn't realize at the time, because I knew Dale was supposed to be um, Magnum T.I. Mm-hmm. Um, Chip was... Chip was Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Yeah. I didn't realize that until... Because I just saw, like, oh, he's just, you know, dressed like an adventurer or whatever. Yeah. But it didn't click until probably I was 20... Five or something. You know what other theme song was dope as fuck? Let's see if I. Oh shit! <laughs> For those of you that aren't old enough to remember, this is the theme song to Darkwing Duck. DW. I was like, oh, we're gonna start busting out theme songs. <laughs> You know, there was a cartoon that I fucking used to love to watch, and not many people remember it, and it was another duck, but it was called Count Duckula. Yes, I remember that. I loved that cartoon. I don't remember what channel it came out on. I don't remember if that was like a WGN cartoon or if it was like Nickelodeon. Was was it, Was it Disney? No, it wasn't Disney. But yeah, I remember seeing that on TikTok recently. Count Duckula? Yeah, the Count Duckula theme. Nice. And I was all like, I do remember this yeah. show. Instead of blood, they put fucking ketchup in his thing. Yeah, so. <laughs> he, was a, yeah. he was a vegetarian, wasn't yeah. he? But yeah, so if y'all can think about some more awesome cartoons um, from back in the day, make sure you make sure you post them on the uh, Recycle Corn. It was Nickelodeon. It was Nickelodeon? It was Nickelodeon. Danger Mouse, remember Danger Mouse? Dude, I love Danger Mouse. Okay, let, let me let me play this for you, because this was... <laughs> what show? Gummy bears, ain't it? Yeah. Gummy bears bouncing here and there and Dude, Disney had some good fucking shows, bro. They did. Like, on ABC, too. Like, it was a... You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't even... This was, like, way before Disney Plus. Way before Disney Channel. Like, Disney had some fucking good cartoons. I hope... I hope people remember this. Because I know, like... It's basically, like, it's an own category. Mm-hmm. But Avatar? You know, the, the last airbender? The only Avatar? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The so, only Avatar? So... I don't know if anybody posted that like on the other posts that you made for the cartoons. Oh, it's on there. Is I it? put it on there. Oh, you put it on <laughs> Like, I'm making sure yeah. this shit's on there. <coughs> but yeah, that was his... Dude, and it... I can understand why it hit so hard because it was so deep and they paid such close attention to the minor details yep. and stuff. I mean, and to this day, Tales of Bossing Say is my favorite fucking one of my favorite episodes dude when it's just so fucking emotional knowing yeah. knowing that the what's going on behind the scenes knowing that that was mako's last yeah time playing uncle iroh before he passed away like it just seems so like man it just hits you right yeah. in the free and like they say on tiktok like you know you can listen to the, you know certain songs hit a certain way and then they play those just few notes whatever yeah. of that and i'm just already like down <sighs> So I made my daughter watch just that one Iro's tale. And she knows nothing about Avatar. Like, she's not into that thing. So I'm telling her, you know, about Uncle Iroh and how people go to him for advice. And he's always giving the best advice. And he can help anybody. But the one person he could not help was the one person that he wishes he could help the most. And so yeah. I played the episode for her, and she was in fucking tears. <laughs> and I loved it. I was like, yes, mission accomplished. 
But for real, dude, I mean, if you want to make somebody cry, especially if they watch that show. Yeah. I'm trying to find this one. I know that you know it. In the near future, Doc Terror and his cyborg companion hacker unleash their forces to conquer Earth. Only one force can stop this evil, a handful of brave men. In specially created exobrains, they can be transported anywhere. To fuse with incredible Centurions? assault weapon Fuck systems, yeah. <laughs> being down from the space station sky vault, becoming man and machine power extreme. That was a great tagline. Brilliant sea operations commander. Of course, I always wanted to be the guy that could fly. Jake I like the underwater guy. Land yeah. Yeah. Ace McLeod. Ace McLeod. The names are just so 80s, too. Yeah, Ace like super McLeod. fucking 80s. Whatever the challenge, they are ready. The Centurion. So, did you, do you, I mean, I don't know. We've never really talked about it, but do you like anime? I haven't seen too much anime. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie, on. of course. You know, I don't know if people consider Dragon Ball anime. So, you look, oh, yes, Dragon Ball is fucking anime. So, I'm going to put you on a anime here that you might actually like because you're into like the whole like swords and stuff mm -hmm. centurion well kenshin i watched that one where is it oh here it is check this shit out i did watch that show ronin warriors dude that was the fucking shit back in the day bro i remember hauling ass home from school because it came out on fox i had three of those figures uh, I had the red one, the blue one, and the, um, was the green one? Sage. Yeah. So their names were Ryu, Kinto, Sai, Sage. Fuck. And Toriyama. I can never, I can never <laughs> remember the fifth guy's name. Uh, it's going to bug me, so I got to look it up. I got to look it up. What were the Ronin Warriors? But yeah, I love that freaking story, dude. And then watching it, I watched it to the end. You know what I mean? That was one of the few shows that I had to watch every single freaking episode yeah. to. But yeah, I remember... Sai. Did I say Sai? Sai and Sage. Ryu, Sage, Sai, Kinto, Hashiba. No, you didn't say Hashiba first. Hashiba. And then Anubis was the Anubis sixth was the sixth one, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he was also a, what a guardian. Or he was, was he? he was a bad guy at first because yeah. it was Sekhmet, Batamon, Talpa, Anubis. There was a whole bunch of them. You know that was the first time I ever heard the name Anubis. Yeah. So I remember like looking it up and finding oh this is an Egyptian deity. Well, I um I had heard Anubis. I don't know if you know this about me or not, but I was an honorary Egyptologist when I was in middle school. I was very uh into like Egyptian culture. Yeah. Um, so when I was in, in middle school, I, uh, I got a certificate as an honorary Egyptologist. Hmm. So I had already heard the name Anubis and, you know, <laughs> a lot of the names on there. And I'm like, holy shit. Granted, it had nothing to do with fucking, you know, Egyptology, but the na having the name there alone was fucking pretty dope. I remember um, in school, <laughs> I got extra credit in this one teacher's class because that song Walk Like an Egyptian came out. Yeah. And so somebody said, you know, for extra credit, you know, walk like an Egyptian. So people came out, you know, doing the pointy hands and all this thing. So they, when it was my turn to do it, I just walked. walked. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, you think people in Egypt walk like that? I was like, no, they just walk like a normal freaking person. And the teacher started freaking laughing. <laughs> and she was all like... That's a unique take on it. I'm going to give you points for that one. But you didn't, well, you know, to quote nowadays, you didn't understand the assignment. <laughs> I was like, actually, yes, I did. Everyone else didn't. So somebody just sent me this, uh, tagged me in a post for Patterson Road in Houston, Texas. Patterson Road? Yeah. So it looks to be like a haunted road in Houston. Let's now check it's not it out. loading. What the fuck? So, I just got a message in my inbox from a psychic, psychic medium, mm -hmm. asking me for a, if I would be interested in their service. 
you're psychic, you should know I'm going to fucking say no. <laughs> right? Oh, okay. Speaking of psychics. Okay, so I was on one of Melody's streams, right? Mm-hmm. And this one dude was all, you know, hit just straight up hitting on her or whatever. But he was all like, oh, I have special abilities and all this. And she's like, oh, really? Tell me about it. You know, because she's, mm-hmm. she's you know, she's gullible. a genuine person. Yeah, she's gullible. She's, yeah. And he's like, uh, um... You know, like I, you're you're gonna go to the, the this Comic Con and you're gonna meet somebody there from your past and there's gonna be a fifty fifty percent chance you're gonna wind up with this person and but the person that you're that you're there with uh, you're only with them for stability and all this and I'm all like I'm all getting on there I was like first off the thirst is strong with this one because he had like a, like a Star Wars name yeah and then I was all like she don't need nobody for fucking security. You know, even if she wasn't with you, Melody's not like that. No, not at all. And then, so I'm just like watching this dude just like, he's trying to like, oh yes, and you're going to do this and you're going to do that and whatever. And I'm just there just like, oh my God. I was like, I I wanted to be like, like, hey, Scuba, come check this out. But I didn't want to be, you should have, because I had no idea. No, I didn't want to be that guy. (laughs) Anytime that shit happens, you need to let me know. Because there's a reason I don't go to her stream all the time. I don't I don't want to be that boyfriend that gets on there and just fucking goes on and fucking talks shit to everybody that's yeah. on there. She's going to have simps on there, bro. You know what I mean? I understand. I get that. It's fine. They can hit on her all they want. They can fucking tell her all the fucking charming things they want. But she gargles my balls. So it's okay. <laughs> you, you fucking hype yourself up and think that you even stand a chance with my woman. You don't. And I'm 100% secure in that fact. And it's weird because in the past, I was not this secure in relationships. Never, <laughs> never, never have I been this secure in a relationship that I can say, Go ahead, hit on my girlfriend all you want because it's not gonna make any fucking difference. Well, see, and that's the reason why I didn't say anything because yeah. I knew the way you are, but I wanted you basically to help to to help me laugh at this guy. Yeah, that, that's all it was. But like I said, I <laughs> didn't want just let me know. I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be that guy. But like I said, I just saw it was so fucking funny that this dude was trying so fucking hard, and I knew that was going down. Finally, she was all like. Once he just straight up said that, like, oh, yeah, you're going to wind up with me and all this. She's like, oh, okay. Like, I didn't know where you were going with this. But now that I see where you're going, she's like, I'm very happy with who I'm with and all yeah. this. And and he's like, oh, well, well, we can share and all this. And I'm all like, dude, you're just making yourself look worse. <laughs> so, yeah, that was I, I thought that was funny. Fucking Mike. He's stupid. What did he say? He said, oh, TJ. There's this YouTuber, urban explorer guy named Robbie Brown that's been talking mad shit about you. He knows Scuba and Joe. He said when you get out of he, when you get out, you know what's up. He's like, I'm just relaying the message, bro. Just <laughs> trying to start. Just shit. trying to start shit. Yeah. Fucking Mike. Okay. The haunted Patterson Road Bridge. Civil War was bloody and devastating and claimed the lives of hundreds of thousands of U.S. soldiers with a path that left many deaths in its wake. There are many places that are said to be haunted by the spirits of soldiers who may still be looking for peace. Numerous spots in the U.S. are said to be haunted by the ghosts of the Civil War, including the haunted Patterson Road Bridge in Houston, Texas. Haunted strip of asphalt in Houston was home to a particularly vicious and bloody battle, and since then many people have reported otherworldly occurrences, particularly on the Langham Creek Bridge on Patterson Road. There is Hmm. some dispute as to what happened there. Uh, general consensus agrees that the Civil War soldiers engaged in some kind of engaged in some kind of skirmish or battle on the site. One story suggests it was the site of a German settlement that was pro-Union. The settlers were ousted and killed by Confederate troops who wanted to rid the land of Yankee influence. Another tale tells of pitched fighting between two ragtag militias who somehow managed to fend each other off of the land. It wasn't a strategic battle per se, so truth around the area is a bit muddy as less was documented. So this is what the road looks like, or the bridge, whatever. People have reported seeing ghostly figures as they make the turn across the bridge, seeing visions of a pale man standing by the side of the road. They appear for a brief moment, then vanish as soon as your headlights strike. Numerous reports of tapping on cars. Uh, Noise happens only at night. It's only when you're on the bridge itself. Some people will park on the bridge and turn their headlights off. Tapping is said to begin and sounds like 
metal is tapping the car. The sound is unexplained. It's definitely not from wind or other natural phenomenon. Witnesses say the noise come in rapid succession as if the ghosts are trying to notify the passengers. Huh. Interesting. I'd be more inclined to go there since it's not so freaking far away. Yeah, it's just ain't too bad. Definitely something to look into. But all right, I guess we're going to go ahead and close this one out. Did you want to go ahead and uh, give your socials? No, you motherfuckers know where to find me. I'm tired of saying it every fucking show. Because <laughs> by this time, by this point, you should know that if you're looking for me on Facebook, I'm Lord Steven Scuba Steve Vasquez. If you're looking for me on Twitch, I'm fucking Lord underscore Scuba Cabra. And that's what I am everywhere else, except for Instagram, where I'm at host with the ghosts. Find me. I'll show you my nipples. Love you. <laughs> and of course, I am at Ben DeLeon on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I am Ben DeLeon3 on TikTok. And if you all know me, you know I don't need your pity follows. In fact, in fact, unfollow me if you do follow me because I'm lame as fuck. And I don't know why you want to follow me anyway. But do please follow the Recycle Corn Podcast page on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. Just Google the Recycle Corn Podcast page and look for the logo. It's the big corn with the microphone on the black background. It's really that simple. And don't forget to go by the Recycle Corn page and tell us your favorite cartoon. We'll be starting the tournament soon, and we'll make your picks for who you think will win the whole thing. But back to the shameless plugs. If you're on Apple, go by the Recycle Corn Podcast page and be sure to rate us five stars because it does help the channel grow. If you're on Android, please follow us on Spotify or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thank you again so much, and we will see you next time. Yeah.